0: Welcome to Rat Sal Review. As you can tell, I am not ready for anything. <laughs> the screen's all messed up. We're a little out of sorts tonight because we had a guest on tonight. But I'm going to have to uh, change plans when he's going to come on. Maybe next time. Maybe another one. I don't know. But anyway, no. So,
1: it's a mystery.
0: It's a mystery. So tonight's just going to be a show of I don't know what. How's everybody doing?
1: Good. And I mean, you know.
2: Pretty good. How's the weather over there, Greg?
1: Really, really frigid.
0: We should have, <laughs> we should have you go outside.
1: Nah, fuck that. I'm good on outside. Uh,
0: <laughs> with shorts on. and uh, No shirt and shorts. No shoes either.
1: Uh, it's, it's tough to even stand out there for a couple of minutes.
0: Can't handle oh, Now he's going dark. <laughs> he can't handle below 50 degrees. Oh.
2: He can't say he froze. He froze. <laughs> His connection froze. It's so cold. It's so cold. He, he froze. There he goes. Oh, there he oh, he, yeah. he thought out because he started smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> All right. Anyway, so there's a lot of kiss news in the uh, a lot of kiss, kiss news in the in the in, in, in the news today.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, Ace Frehley's response to uh, Gene.
0: Yeah, that's the first one I was gonna go through. Ace Frehley ba- blast Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley for reunion comments. Now oh, the club. good. Uh, I'm trying to find out where you see. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He, oh. also
2: gr- he also he also groped his wife, supposedly, allegedly. Oh,
0: who's that? Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. Up, uh, Ace's
2: wife. Real,
1: yeah, I believe it.
0: Yeah, he says, uh, "Gene, your memory memory is really incorrect." I, I guess they're talking about how uh, uh, Ace and Peter were fired like three times because of uh, you know not being able to you know to pull their own weight, I guess anyway he goes yeah you're really incorrect i was never fired from kiss i quit twice not three times of my own free will because you and paul are control freaks untrustworthy and were too difficult to work with i find that kind of hard to believe
1: (laughs) sounds like the truth
0: (laughs) your slanderous remarks about my bad habits over the years have has cost me millions of dollars and now that I'm over 12 years sober, still saying I can't be trusted to play a whole night's show. Well, that's exactly what I've been doing for the last 12 years with different configurations of the Ace Frehley Band. To you and Paul's dismay. I'm also the most successful solo artist to come out of the original Kiss lineup. Yeah, I guess he is. I'm proud of it. You and Paul have tried to derail my solo career multiple times over the years unsuccessfully. And he's tried to be nice and friendly, which is weird because they didn't, um, didn't Paul Stanley like join, uh, Ace up on stage not too long ago?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I just saw, um, when Gene Simmons was doing his little vault tour thing, he had Ace with him, and I saw that. And Ace really seemed like the main draw of it.
0: <laughs> Everybody talks about Ace, you
1: know? Yeah, well. I- it's true that he added Ace to it. The reason he did that is because he couldn't sell tickets when it was just him on his own.
0: Yeah.
1: Or sell enough of them.
0: Yeah, I believe it.
1: Yeah, I've heard his solo records. I wouldn't go to a Gene Simmons concert.
0: <laughs> oh no, it's solo. That was crap, really. But it's funny that uh, Ace stole Gene Simmons' backing band, though. Yeah. Yeah, like last month or something like that. Fired really? yeah, he fired his band and then he got uh, Gene Simmons' band. So yeah, so now they're having a, a fight because I guess now they're not going to
1: they're
0: not going to invite Ace to come out and play on the farewell tour. I guess Ace wants to come out and play. He said they, could, they he can play like a song or two here and there, but they're not going to trust him for the whole tour. <laughs> Which is understandable. You know, he's He's kind of like, you know, reckless a bit, you know. He hasn't been like that in years
1: though. I can see why he's pissed off.
0: He hasn't been. I, I get it too, but with his track record, you know.
1: And he, maybe maybe it's the
0: Kiss thing. When he's in Kiss, maybe that makes him fall off the wagon, you know.
1: I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, no, I, I did read out, well, I hate Gene Simmons. He's a, he's a fucking piece of shit, but, um, you know, his, his interview was just him being a pompous ass like usual, but I, I did read Paul's interview, and though he said kind of similar things about Ace and Peter, he uh, wasn't quite as extreme about it, and he also took the time to mention Bruce Kulik and said Bruce was always welcome, so that'd be kind of cool to see, I think. I mean, you know, Bruce was on quite a few albums with him, and a few classics songs.
0: You think he'd show up, though?
1: No, I don't think Bruce Kulik wants anything to do with it, <laughs> so it'll never happen. Yeah. But um, it was funny, though, because towards the end of the interview... Uh, the interviewer asked him something like, oh, "So really, any ex member of Kiss and Paul's?" Like, "Oh yeah," and he names a couple of people. He's like, "Well, except Vinny Vincent."
2: <laughs> he just canceled. Uh, he just canceled his comeback shows.
1: Yeah, I know. And he took put him.
2: the promo- put the promoters in a real jam. Yep.
1: Yeah, took him a little longer to do it than I thought he, it, it would, but, but I he, knew something like that was coming. He he's a
2: clown. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, he's on an iconic record. You know, he was, he's a, he was a great, you know, musician and songwriter, no doubt, but he's a clown. Sorry. How, you know, who does that? Like, who, who goes through all that trouble to book these comeback shows and then cancels them? You, you don't do that. Especially someone like him, you know, like, right. yeah. you don't do that. I yeah, mean, how many people play. did he affect by doing that?
1: Well, he ripped off his fans in the past with that box set he never put out.
2: Oh, yeah, he did that, didn't he? Yeah. Especially yeah. when this whole yeah. thing was
0: supposed to happen in November, and then he canceled it, and then I think the singer that he was working with at the time, he quit, too, because he just couldn't trust, I guess, Vinnie Vincent. Yeah,
1: yeah, he sang on the first Invasion record, Robert Fleischman. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And he said, yeah, he's just up to his old tricks again.
2: Yeah,
0: he up and left.
1: Dude's got a serious mental problem, I believe i mean i've dealt with him before for that message board and some other things i won't get into now but uh (laughs) yeah is he is he he transitioning?
2: no like realistically is he transitioning? from the pictures it looks like it. it it does i don't know what to make of that um and i'm not saying it to make fun of him right you know to make fun of him i'm just saying it just that's what it looks like
1: it does I ne- I never heard anything like that, but he's always had a thing for wearing women's clothes and makeup and shit and pink. Yeah, <laughs> and th- and that's that's the thing about
0: there he goes again.
1: And he's
2: frozen.
0: <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Let it go.
2: <laughs> there's a, there's actually a metal version of op- of that out there. Did you yeah, see? Really? It? No. Yeah. Let it go. That's nice. Let, Let
1: it go. go. Let it go. This is an A. Uh, you guys are frozen.
0: You froze. What'd you say, Greg?
1: Uh, I said this is a pain in the ass. <laughs> it is.
0: Tonight show won't be very long. <laughs>
1: uh, you guys keep freezing. I don't. Uh, uh, actually, you're freezing. freezing.
0: I got my heater right here. I'm good.
1: Yeah. I got my hat on. Cool. <laughs> well, aren't you just the classy prostitute? Uh, <laughs> yep. That's me. I got my long johns on. I'm good. It's just my uh, internet connection sucks. Your
2: internet needs some. Your internet connection needs some uh, installation.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's free Wi-Fi because the regular cable and internet is out because of the uh, cold. I guess. Bain. Yeah.
0: Hey, we wow. had like a uh, a little. They call it a snow squall. It came through for like maybe ten fifteen minutes. I, I saw it happening, and I, I ran out real quick. And, uh, of course, just as I was getting to where I was going, you couldn't see, like, a, a foot in front of you. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. But then as soon as I got past that little section, it was, it was gone and over with. It was very weird. <laughs> and it's strange. But uh, anyway, back to some of ac uh, ACDC. Brian Johnson apparently confirms new ACDC album, and he is sick of denying it. So... Cool. Yeah. Ryan Johnson's back. Phil Rudd's back.
1: Oh, is Phil Rudd back in the band? Really? Cool.
0: Phil Rudd, Phil Rudd is back. Yep. Didn't, didn't he uh, try to kill somebody or something? Hire somebody to kill somebody?
1: Yeah, he tried to hire somebody.
0: I was accused of doing it?
1: Yeah, accused and allegedly. Allegedly, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know how you're accused of doing it. And, saying he didn't do it why would they just pop up with his name you know kind of yeah right
1: yeah No. Uh... <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Hey,
0: hey he got the, he's out so all's good I guess Ooh. somebody Ooh. else is out too out of jail Bobby Liebling from uh, Pentagram
2: out of jail
0: out of jail for threatening his mother <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> it's probably an 80 year old woman he's threatened his mother Unbelievable. That he probably still lives with.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> in her basement.
0: Yeah. Maybe. Oh. It says although it was public, publicly not disclosed, the victim was believed to be Liebling's mother, who was 87 years of age at the time of Bobby's. <laughs> How do you feel? Uh, seven-year-old mother. He's a mess. That's crazy. You guys ever watch that documentary, uh, Last Days Here?
1: No. No, I never have uh,
0: seen them. You gotta watch a very good documentary. Very good. It's it's sad because you can see how they could have really been a, a pretty, maybe a big band at the time, but since they like <laughs> really they really fucked up because they were having. Um, I think it's, it was them. Um, I think Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons was coming to his house to, you know, to see how the band was and all that, and then some people didn't show up. Or am I getting that mixed up with another band? Could be getting mixed up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. But anyway, he could have been a, a you know a pretty decent uh, band there for a long time. But he screwed that up real bad. Because this yeah his stuff's pretty good.
1: I like it Yeah, I like Pentagram. Uh, he's pretty consistently been a fuck up though, much like Vinnie Vincent. Yeah.
0: No. They should start a band together. <laughs> I call it the fuck ups.
1: The fuck ups. Yeah, the, the name fuck-ups. of the album would just be procrastination, and it would never come out.
0: Let me have a drummer for that band. Yeah. Who, who's the drummer? That's like really fucked. Oh, the guy from Journey. The drummer from Journey. No idea. Ah, yeah, I have no idea. No, about, I'm the one I convicted of uh, child porn. Jenny? Yeah. You didn't hear about that? No. That was a long time ago. Not that long ago, but Jenny Drummer. Yep. It was child porn. I could be making false accusations here. Uh. Yeah.
2: I right hear. See.
0: Oh, oh, wrong band. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and look for it, though. <laughs> uh, former Journey, uh, yeah, Dean Castrovano. Castro, oh, that
1: guy. Yeah, yeah he was a, uh, uh, well, not really a session drummer, but you'd always see him on live tours for different bands because he played with Blue or Coke for a little while, too.
0: <laughs> Price <his> favorite
1: band. <laughs> stop
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh boy. We'll we'll convert him one day.
1: Yeah, right. Yes, we will. Okay.
0: We'll get you. All right. So, do you want to do uh, uh, album versus album?
1: Yeah. What was it? Screaming for vengeance and painkiller?
0: We'll do Screaming for Vengeance and Painkiller. Sure. I don't have any graphics for this one because uh, this was a last-minute decision.
1: Uh, all my stuff's in my room. <laughs>
0: my stuff's behind me, but I'm not getting it. <coughs> all right, go.
1: What What are we starting with, Painkiller? Sure. for uh if we're gonna start with painkiller you better go
0: <laughs> why
1: dude i haven't uh i don't remember that much of that record right.
2: that that was the first album with uh the drum
1: the new drummer scott right yeah, was. Yep. yeah i Bad remember travis. that scott travis from racer x yep. yeah he was a great addition and he actually uh
2: really uh you know beefing the sound by uh you know being included um uh, you know in the band i mean it just mm-hmm. sounded, sounded much more powerful in the band without a doubt
0: yep and then they wanted to sound like uh Pantera a little bit too mm. you don't think so
2: i don't, I don't know but definitely Ed- heavy definitely heavier without a doubt
0: definitely a heavier priest this yeah. is not like the typical 80s uh hair metal no. sound Priest.
2: no I mean, Paint, The the title track is definitely will have to be a song. You know, like they'll they'll have to play for as long as as long as they're playing. Mm-hmm. You know, have to be definitely included in their set. It's one of those. You know, like just it's
0: an iconic metal song.
1: Iconic song, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a touch of evil's a little 80s still. Like I said, I'm not. Well, like I was saying earlier, Wayne, I've never been crazy about that one. I love that song. What about uh, Nightcrawler? Um, I don't remember how Nightcrawler goes.
0: You should have listened to this damn
1: album. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, Between the Hammer and the Anvil is an awesome song. So it's got a good solo in it and all that. I remember that one. One Shot of Glory is pretty driving too. Um, Hell Patrol, Hell Patrol is actually a really good song. That one, you know, it still retains their 80s catchiness a little bit, but fits in with Painkiller. Yeah. A lot of that is because of Scott Travis, though. He's just such a uh, livelier, more interesting drummer than Dave Holland ever was.
0: Thinking about it, I don't really think uh, Dave Holland played on most of the albums, especially like the later ones. It, it all sounds like Chronic,
2: oh.
0: you know? Yeah. So I think most of it's like a drum machine.
1: Yeah, well, I would assume all of Ram it Down is.
0: Yeah, it definitely has to be. Yeah. As you can tell a huge difference when Scott Travis started playing, because you, you know somebody's actually playing the drum.
1: Oh, song. yeah. I mean, that album just bursts out. Sounds great. The, about the only thing I um, didn't really like about the sound is Halford gets a little uh, too screechy on this one.
0: Yeah. Oh. Morgan's Blazing, that's a good song. All right.
1: yeah, that's, yeah, that's
2: a good song, too. I'm, I'm not crazy about too many songs. I mean, it's a good album. It's definitely a good album, but, yeah. uh, you know... I, I just don't think it has any, It's. it doesn't even come close to Screaming for Vengeance as far oh, as not at all. how much content is on that record. It's just, it's It's epic. It's yeah. Screaming is... It's a freak record. And not only that one, the, the one right after that, Defenders of the Faith, that one too. That one was amazing. Eh. You didn't like that one? There's uh, so many awesome songs on that.
1: About half of that record's really good and then the rest of it's just... Warring well, I mean, average heavy metal songs.
2: Sorry for the uh, the tangent. I know we're not talking about that one. Yeah. That's, That's okay. okay, we'll stay focused. I disagree with you, but we'll stay focused. Screaming for vengeance. The thing it's that really
0: about, we get <sighs> down, the thing that really oh, bothers me about painkiller is uh, seeing uh, I can't even pronounce his last name, but Chris Tens uh, yeah, Sandor. Sandor, uh, you know who I'm talking about. The, the producer, Chris Sangeridi. Is that how you say his name?
1: Yeah, something like that. Something like that.
0: But every time I see his name on an album, I just I don't want to listen to it almost. Yeah. Because I know it's not going to be. It's going to be okay, but it's not going to be their best album. Huh. He did. He did. um He did Thin Lizzy's. Um, uh, what the hell is it? What's the, the? Is it the last album? No, Hundred and Lightning. That's yeah. Not- that's not really a great album. It's okay. It's got some good songs. He did uh, Halloween's uh, Pink Bubbles Go Ape, and that's what killed them. That album really. Yeah. Was. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, and he,
1: he uh, really only manages to show up on, like, uh, the watering down of bands.
0: Yeah. And he, he did a lot of, of Anvil albums, and I know Anvil, like, really praised him. And, um,. They wanted him to produce like that, that one album that they had before they did the movie. Um,
1: yeah, this is 13. Boy.
0: <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You know, you're you're also talking about Anvil. Anvil's cool, okay. I didn't really know Anvil that. sucks. No, nah, they were cool. When I saw that documentary, it made me get into them. Now we're getting really off topic. But uh nah,
1: I don't yeah, they've cool. got like two good albums and that's it. They're just not that good of a band. I love Lips, he's a great guy, great enthusiasm, you know, but they're just not a good band.
0: They could use a better songwriter, uh, you know, especially lyrics, but Lips is an awesome guitarist. And, and, and uh, what's, Rob Reiner is like one of, one of my favorite drummers ever since I, I watched that movie and I found out more about that band. That guy is just freaking amazing. He he reminds me kind of like Gar Samuelson from uh, Megadeth. It's kind of got hmm. that jazz and that really heavy metal, uh, you know, playing. He, like blends it together. He would sound awesome in Megadeth if they got him in Megadeth it'd be like old school Megadeth.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know really. <laughs> you gotta know.
0: You gotta you gotta listen to more more Anvil.
1: I'm good. <laughs> Not interested. <laughs>
0: You don't like Anvil either, uh, Troy? Nope. Oh, they're coming on next week. Anyway, uh, screaming. Oh, for really? Venge- no. Perfect. <laughs> I'm perfect. I'm kidding. I know you're. Screaming for vengeance, the oh. best Judas Priest album.
1: Oh, easily. Um, I mean, like, I, it's a, it's a fucking. It goes all the way to eleven, man. I mean, it's just a perfect. Record every song on it is good.
0: Oh, it 12 or 12 songs on it. What's that? It goes up to 12. There's 12 songs on
1: There's it. 12. I thought there was 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only 10 on the original album. Mm-hmm. I have the original cut. There's 12, 12. Yeah. Well, you're looking at the remaster. Oh,
0: I whoops. Sorry. Excuse me. Yep. 10 songs. I'm an idiot. What else is new?
1: Yep. But I mean, yeah, just the way this starts out with uh, the Hellion and going into Electric Eye—I mean, that—that that is heavy metal.
0: <laughs> yes, it is.
1: And then riding on the wind great song. Bloodstone. Um,
0: Bloodstone. I don't. This is my least favorite song. Bloodstone.
1: Yeah, mine too. Really? Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, I love
1: that song. Why? <laughs> The chorus. Because, huh? The chorus it retains a little bit of uh, the poppiness that they used pretty well in the past, you know, especially in, like point of entry and. Uh, but they still keep it metal.
0: Yeah, it's
1: got a real. I'm surprised you don't at least like the chorus. That's real catchy and memorable.
0: <laughs> well, it's hard to forget one word. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but um, no, I love the riff, and uh, it's got a good.
0: Nah, I could do better. No sound on your show. Oh, that's nice. We have no sound. Awesome. I'm glad I set this all up. The
2: <laughs> yeah, standout tracks for me are Electric Eye. Oh, uh, that boy. Whoops. without a doubt, Electric Eye, screaming to Vengeance. You've got another thing coming. Fever, love that song. Yeah, I love it. and Devil's Child. Love Devil's Child. Devil's Child's cool. Great song. Yep.
0: Well, if you just tuned in, I accidentally forgot to hit the uh, the um... record.
2: No, I hit, <laughs> I hit
0: record, but I had us on mute the whole time because I was playing a video in the beginning of the show, and I didn't want us to talk over it. And I forgot to turn it off.
1: <laughs> nice. So
0: I will have to do the usual of re-uploading the show. An idiot but thanks to my wife she uh she watches the show to make sure i don't say anything about her
2: <laughs> but you actually did oh you could hear it <laughs> <laughs> so we got
0: uh got Get down. On. i'll upload this later so anyway yeah i like troy said you know all those songs are awesome
1: yeah, I don't dislike a single song on it. Um, I mean, "I Pain and Pleasure, you know, a lot of people aren't crazy about, but I love that song. That's great, too. Um, that's another one that goes back to Sin After Sin a little bit or Killing Machine with the feel of it.
0: Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. All
1: right. Yeah, and that's why, you know, I mean, I get that Painkiller was a big turning point for them, and, why people love it, especially with Scott Travis on drums. But um, Screaming for Vengeance, also the title track, is one of my favorite songs ever. That song just rips from beginning to end. Uh, but yeah. Screaming's like the pinnacle of heavy metal. Painkillers and OK comeback, but there's no, there's like two songs on there I'd call a classic, and that's about it.
0: Well, you need to listen to it again.
2: Yeah, but you know what? These the list type this album, this particular album. I could listen to this album on vinyl because I still have the original, the original first pressing, over and over. Just play it, flip it, play it, flip it, play, just over and over. This oh album, yeah. You know, I mean, I couldn't do that with Painkiller. I mean, it's a good album. You know, I mean. But this no, has, that's, this has yeah. a number of standout, standout tracks, and they're permanently en- engraved into my skull forever
1: until I die. Yeah. Just say. I mean, I remember all of Screaming for Vengeance. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not upset. It's a great record.
0: I got, I got, one, one of the top tough. of all time. Yeah, I got into them pretty late. I actually didn't get into Priest until Juggy later. Wow. And I wasn't um, a, that is that
2: is late. <laughs> I very a
0: late. Fan. Yeah, I know. I wasn't even a Ripper fan. I, I liked Painkiller, but I really never um, when I came out I was like in, in middle school, so I was just getting into metal at the time. So I didn't really that
1: ever... uh That was the first album of theirs I had on C D.
0: Yeah, same with me. And then I, I work yeah. my way backwards, and, of course, you know, I like to hop or something. So.
1: Scream for Vengeance was my first Priest album. Really? Oh, well, my first Priest album was I Got Unleashed in the East on vinyl. <laughs> uh, now, that's another one I could listen to repeatedly, like you yeah. were saying, and just keep All flipping right. it over.
0: It is good, but I didn't realize how fake that album is.
1: It's just the vocals.
0: I thought there was other stuff that they touched up too, no? Just vocals?
1: No, nah, just as vocals.
0: Hmm. I hate that.
2: You wanna hear it raw, There's cracks.
0: You wanna hear every mistake.
1: <laughs> well yeah, and uh Stained Class, Hell for Leather, they just they have so many great records, but uh Ram It Down I never cared for. That album is just awful.
2: I don't think they liked it either.
1: (laughs) It's a throwaway record. I mean, Halford even sounds bored on that Blood Red Sky song everybody loves. I mean, he still turns in a good performance, but. I just don't know how you can take anything to be an epic, let alone a metal epic, with a drum machine like that.
0: I don't know.
1: That's I guess that was the thing to do back then, you know? Yeah, I mean Blue Oyster Cult did it, but they made an album that was closer to an AOR album. Yeah. I mean this is still on the, the glamier side of heavy metal, but uh, it just, it sounds bad. It sounds horrible, but we're not, we're not even talking about that album, but um,
0: okay, we, we have nothing. Although good.
1: that is a good point to lead into how refreshing Painkiller sound though, because you had turbo, which eh, there's a couple good songs on that. And, um, i got good memories tied to it because it was one of the first ones I had on cassette.
0: Has one of the best uh, Priest songs on there.
1: Yeah, on the cold. No. What? The Sentinel. That's Defenders of the Faith, not Turbo. You serious? Yeah. Shit, the Long again? Yeah.
0: God damn, it, I'm terrible.
1: That is one of their best songs, though. And that's my favorite song off of Defenders of the Faith. Well... That's kind of a toss-up between that and Freewheel Burning, but uh, yeah, definitely not on Turbo. Oh, yeah,
2: not
1: a but it was some of, the, some of the stuff you pick sometimes, though. I was honestly expecting you to say something like Turbo Lover or Locked In.
0: I like Turbo Lover.
1: My wife- I do like Turbo Lover. That's an okay song. Uh,
0: out in the Cold. Out in the Cold. It's a good song, actually. Oh, you know what? I, was, the- I, was, I don't know why I was thinking of this when I mixed it up with the other song, but uh, Reckless.
1: Oh, Reckless is a good song.
0: song. I don't know why I was thinking those. Yeah, actually, I like Reckless
1: a lot. Um, It's a good
0: ender.
1: Yeah, Turbo Lover is a good song, Out in the Cold. Locked In's good, too. Um, There's a lot of good songs on that album. No, not a lot. We just pretty much named all of them because after that, what?
0: No, they're Rocky Rocky Around the World.
1: Rocky, ah! Out in
0: the Cold. uh, Wild Nights, Hot Crazy Days.
1: No, I I would rather be I would rather fucking go deaf than listen to that song again, man. That is one of the worst things Judas Priest ever puts a record.
0: That is worse than that. Ram it
1: down. No, that's blasphemy. Uh, ram it down. Yeah, no, uh, Wild Nights, Hot and Crazy Days is such a bad song.
0: Let's see, Ram it down. And then. There. Keep bashing, ram it down. Let me see, ram it down. Uh, Heavy metal. That's that's uh, probably the only good song on this album. Love zone. (laughs) Yeah. I can't remember that one. Come and get it. Don't remember that one. (laughs) Harder. Blood red skies. Okay, there's two good songs on this. I'm a rocker. No idea. Johnny be good. Terrible.
1: Love you to death.
0: Uh, I don't even remember the rest of these songs. All right, so two good songs.
1: Yeah. Yep, terrible album.
0: Terrible album. It's the last album that featured a longtime drummer, Dave Holland. Yeah. Replacement. Yep. By...
1: And the only album that is worse than that album that they happened to put out was uh, Demolition with Ripper. Oh,
0: that's true. That's very true. That is that's
1: a... Followed by Nostradamus.
0: <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Nostradamus it isn't as bad as everybody thinks it is.
1: Oh yeah, yeah it is. It's not. (laughs) Yes, it is. And I had the misfortune of seeing it live. And I really like Judas Priest and I've seen them live quite a few times. But Nostradamus, no thank you.
0: It's not a typical priest album when it's
1: not there. I'm I'm they just need to go back and play stained class in its entirety. Or screaming for vengeance, I'd take either or
0: I'm guessing it's Troy quite don't quite like it either because he's just keeping quiet. You know when <laughs> Troy don't like something because he don't open it.
1: <laughs> You
2: know me so well now,
0: huh? <laughs> I figured you out already. Yep.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Since we went off uh, off topic of the actual albums anyway, I might as well talk about the one I was talking about originally, Point of Entry.
0: Yeah, as I
1: said, go ahead. I, I, I think it's a cool record. And, um, you know, it's an interesting period in their career because they didn't have any uh, any songs in the can, any demos, nothing written. So they went on vacation, or, well, not on vacation, but they went to somewhere tropical to record it. I can't remember if it was uh, Spain or the Bahamas now, but... I think uh, the record really reflects that uh, relaxed tone.
0: It does, because it's a very slow album.
1: Yeah, and there's uh, some neat experimentation on it, too. Just, I mean, mostly with pop, but it's not as bad as what they would do later on.
0: No, no. Well, like I said earlier, you know, you got heading out to the highway. That's like one of their famous songs. <clears throat> and um, the hell, Solar Angels is good. Desert Plains is good. That's all I can Yeah, think. turning
1: circles is great. I mean, uh, oh, yeah, that's got that
0: weird intro. <laughs> I think I like it's, I like
2: <laughs> Probably not.
0: <laughs> He's not even listening anymore. He, he checked out.
2: Me? I didn't check out nothing.
0: That's twenty minutes ago.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they record. They recorded it in uh, Ibiza, Spain. Is what it was. I had to look it up just because I couldn't remember. But yeah, so you don't like this one either, truly.
0: <laughs> up to the fifth. It's okay. It's it. This album is like. Uh, how old is this album? Uh, how old is this album?
1: Thirty-eight years ago. Yeah,
0: 1981. So you can blast it now. It's okay. I'm sure they get over.
1: I mean, most people do. (laughs) Most people don't like this record anywhere nearly as much as I do.
2: (laughs) No, they don't. (laughs) But that's okay. It is okay. (laughs) Yeah, you could like, you know, people, everybody's different. Right. Everybody's got their own opinion.
1: Hey, as long as we can all agree that dual guitar lead and heading out to the highway is one of the best things ever. It is. It is excellent. Yes, it's stellar. <laughs> I'll give you that. Yeah, that's actually, honestly, I think that's one of the best uh, opening songs they've ever had. You know, for its time period, it's uh, as good of an opener as the Hellion. I don't mean in comparison of the two songs against each yeah. other, but uh. Hellion is. It's tough. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, tough one the top that one, hell yeah. Heading yeah, up. but I love heading out to the highway.
0: That's right, radio friendly heading out to the
1: highway. It is. Yeah, pretty much the whole record is really. I mean, uh, you you say yes is kooky as shit. Mm-hmm. I like it because it's catchy, but um definitely not one of my favorite songs. From them. And they they misstep a few times on here. You. Yeah, all the way. Troubleshooter don't care for, but then you got stuff like turning circles and Solar Angels and heading out to the highway. Don't go. I like to. That, that and one, Hot Rocking's good.
0: It don't go. Is that that one that starts off like really slow, like dump? The, yeah. I hate that song. <laughs>
2: as soon
0: as that, that happens, I'm you lost me. Yeah.
1: A lot of people say the same thing. I like it. It's got a different feel to it. It's almost funky.
2: <laughs> and that's all that's important is that you like it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah.
2: So,
0: speaking of uh, live albums, do you think them will ever have a live album? Do you ever think about one? Who? Them. Which band? Them.
2: Okay. Which one? Yours. <laughs> Me, not my
0: bad.
2: That's not my bad. <laughs> uh, them live album, yeah, maybe. I think there's a, another concept first. That's what I would I think, think. Yeah. yeah, possibly. It's gotta be.
0: Well, yeah, of course, but you know, could be like a little in between you know, before the maybe the next one, I
2: or there could be a third one to conclude a story, the story, and then they could do that. Yeah, you could do that too.
0: You
2: can do whatever oh, you K- want. You're Listen, it, it, it's KK. It's KK. K- if KK, you know, I don't know. He might. I don't know. He might just go kick the bucket after that. Yeah. They might have to get. Uh, they might have to get someone else to fill in the shoes. Maybe bring in. Maybe bring in the heavy guns, bring in Sean Peck. No. That, that, I love the guns. <laughs> yeah, the Guns Guns are metal. Guns are metal, no doubt.
0: <laughs> guns and skulls.
2: Yeah. But we'll see.
0: What were you saying, Greg?
1: Um, I was going to say, you know, the live album, it's got to start off with that Dead by Dawn cover <laughs> I was talking about.
2: From a couple of
1: different bands, yeah. Sure, why not? Yeah. Well, the the point of it is to integrate it with, you know, the mystique of KK. I think it could be <laughs> cool. But yeah, <laughs> or you know, you could just come around as Cold Steel again. That'd be. Cool <laughs> I would thoroughly enjoy that.
2: You know, it's so funny that you mentioned that. Um, so back in 2013, when uh, Cold Steel did, you know, 2013 and 2014, uh, some live runs in, in Europe and in the United States. Um, I told the guys that performed with me because the original band didn't want to, they didn't want to play. So I said, let's write another album. Okay, we're gonna write another, we're gonna write another album. Well, I'm already two albums, or I should say, KK's is already two albums into them, and they're still writing it they're still writing it and i already know what i would call it but i can't say but i know what the, the album would be called and then i had another idea that would make even more sense but it would it, it would involve more people and i don't think that that's going to happen you know it's really tough when people get they get caught up in day to day you know the day to day life it is it's so hard you mm-hmm. so, know um you know, as people get older and, you know, they have you know, responsibilities and whatever the case may be, family, whatever, it's, it gets more and more difficult. And when you do something, you, you make a commitment to record a record and possibly do some show, you know, do a bunch string of shows afterwards. That's a big commitment. That's a lot of time to put into that. I mean, you're talking eight to 10 song album. That's. You're gonna put in several hundred hours of oh, yeah. creating it, uh, prepping it, and then recording it, and then you have to prepare it to play it live. And it's it's a lot. It's a huge commitment, huge. Mm-hmm. It's hard so
0: will it's hard to find people that commit to you know doing all that. You know?
2: <laughs> Listen, I, I used to have uh, well back in the day when I played with Cold Steel, I, I used to you know think about it. Well, we were all in between two or three different towns, you know, and well, meaning, so when we have to rehearse, we only have to drive like five minutes, maybe 10 minutes tops, you know, but then over the years, after I hadn't played for a long time and then I started playing, I found a bunch of guys that, you know, just to play cover, you know, cover songs, I found guys in a general uh, locale, or well, maybe more, about 10, 15 minutes again, but then when I wanted to really be more serious about it, then it just it automatically the geographic location spread out for about for me an hour and a half drive yeah. an hour and a half drive one way wow. and i was just like i did that for probably about two years and then after that now it's the geographic location is thousands of miles away. <laughs> and now you have to jump on a plane to just go meet and rehearse with them so that's even now what, what's the next step i mean we're going to be on opposite ends of the earth. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's the next step. But I, I honestly, I don't think I could, I personally could top that. I don't think I would want to top that. Uh, I, you know, like maybe when all said and done, I, I just, I just don't do that anymore. No. I'll be cool to just record. and You know, like just s- stuff that I could do from home. Right. I, I actually, I actually started looking into, uh, like, um, like voiceover stuff, voiceover work. Not now. I'm not talking about now, but like in the future, mm. you know, like when I'm too old, too old to, to jump around on a stage, you know, maybe some voiceover work. It'll be fun. Mm. You know, I have a lot of different voices yeah. that I could use, so it'd be interesting. But we'll see. Again, I like, I like, re- I like recording. I love recording. It just, you know, like right now, it's just been tough, but I'm, you know, I'm right there. I'm almost there. I actually, uh, finished today, uh, A script I wrote. I finished because I'm catching up. I'm going down the list.
1: Good job.
2: And so the script for a video for them. Mm -hmm. I'll send it to you guys. It's actually uh, supposed to come out on the 30th of April. And now I I also uh, I had to communicate with the videographer. They're called Visitor Visitor One, dot com. And uh, there's one video on there called Godzilla. That's like like a creative artsy type that's more geared towards what we want but um uh, it's very interesting because i mean it took me probably two days to write the script and it, it's it's i think it's a really good script so i'll send it to you see what you guys think it's actually two parts it's actually two parts. It's a, a teaser that's going to come out on the 19th of April that basically gives a little bit about what's going to happen. And then on the 30th, the actual music video, it's going to be for the song As the Stage Burns. Cool. So it's going to be uh, pretty cool, I think. I think it's going to be, you know, what I what, i mean, the, the videographer, he read the script. He said this this sounds pretty awesome. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see if it's doable, we see, we'll see. we see if, you know, there's a budget to do what, you know, what I wrote down. I think there is, I don't think it's completely, you know, out of line with the budget that was discussed originally. But um, now it's like, okay, here it is, here's a script. You know, I have, I have another script I have to write too for a graphic novel, to get the graphic novelists going too. That's another thing I have to do. So I'm just trying to bang things out, you know, we're getting a really cold weather. Banging things out time, you know. So, a
0: little bit of time, but now.
2: Yep, yeah. and then you know you have uh, a number of dates. Uh, all the pretty much the dates are finalized. It's like three weeks in May, and and then like a week, week and a half in uh, June, overseas, hmm. and uh, it's gonna be a little tough. <laughs> but whatever, it is what it is, and I'm cool with it. You know, one of the guys uh, sent me a, uh, just a little clip, a little clip of uh, part of a song that he's working on. Just And I listened, to, it was like 30 seconds. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. I have two titles available, title A and title B. He says, well, I like title A. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. It's title A. But not, you know, not everything works out like that, but it's... Pretty cool. Pretty. I, I like the title, and it's it's going to be pretty cool. But you know, that's sometimes like I'll have titles.
1: Yeah, I like the, the title, title too. Title A. How inconspicuous.
2: It's called the Thin Veil. <laughs> I just gave you the title. Cool. The Thin I like Thin it. Veil. Yeah, it's actually. Uh, it's. Well, I don't want to reveal the story. No, don't. Yeah, but it's. It's a really. It's a. It's like a. It's like a climatic point before something big happens in the story. And, and, the, and the song is really cool. Like, if you listen to that song, uh, what's, what's that song? Secret Stairs, the way it starts on that, on that Vem album, Mad of the Seven Gables, that song, it has kind of like a feel like that. It's really cool. I, I like it. He's a good writer. They're good writers, well, of them. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Very cool. So, Maybe I'll have Mr. Nasty Face hang out with KK yeah. in the pictures, <laughs> yeah. or actually uh, Duke over here. Yeah. Marbadook might, might be in a picture or two. Her eyes all healed, so that'd be pretty cool. Oh, good. Yeah. Got to write her into the story too. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. The Beast from the East. But the, uh, the, the, the label's very, um, you know, they, 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 I didn't make those dates up. They said, okay. I asked, I asked, well, look, this is the ideas. This is what, you know, what do you think? Okay. April 19th and April 30th. And I'm like, okay, why April 19th? April 19th for the teaser, April 30th for the actual video. Why? Well, it's some kind of, in, in Germany, it's some kind of uh, something to do with witches on that day. I, I don't know. I forgot what he what he wrote to mm. me, but it's something to do with witches, and because there's a lot of you know witchy overtones, you know. I mean, right. it's about it's about a coven performing a cleansing ceremony, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very interesting that um, he pick he chose that day that that day. So, but anyway, mm. that's it. April 19th and April 30th. So that's. That's some news that nobody has. <laughs> awesome! You
0: heard, yes. here, you heard it here first.
2: You heard it here first.
0: That sounds easy.
2: So we'll see. Cool. It
1: gives me something to look forward to.
2: <laughs> ah, you guys will see it all before it even goes. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Fr- fringe benefits. Fringe benefits.
1: Oh yes.
0: All right. So, oh. I guess that's enough uh, stories for now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right. <laughs> Till next week. Sorry, tonight was a little mishmash of, uh, I don't know what the hell we did, but uh, we were, if you missed the beginning of the episode, we were supposed to have a guest on and show up, so we'll see what happens next week or next month, whatever. Until then, what, Greg?
1: I was just going to say, buy some Judas Priest, if you don't have it already.
0: Hey, Brian, yeah. uh, just by uh, uh, Screaming for Vengeance and you'll be good.
1: You can never go wrong with Priest. What do you mean for Vengeance and Unleashed in the East? You need both of those records.
0: All right. If you say so.
1: You go listen to Tyrant from that album again and then say that. I like the original version.
0: I'm sorry. You like the original version
1: of Tyrant better than the live version.
0: And I actually like the overkill version of Tyrant, too. The cover.
1: Sherrod, you are, sir. I sent you guys the, uh, the script, by the way. It's not your first time being wrong, Wayne. <laughs> uh, You're true. On that what was that? I said thank you. And I told him it probably isn't his first time being wrong, and now I'm going to let him finish the show on that note.
2: <laughs> Good night. Good night, <laughs>
1: Farewell. <laughs> uh, That's all! Yeah! I've never seen the sound of music, so.
0: Me neither. And I don't think you're Thank- to get caught
2: it. Night night. everybody. See you next week.
0: I'll see ya. a <laughs> very